Welcome back to this week's episode of the Western Hustle Podcast. I am your host, Sophia Solzner, and I promise that this episode is going to be packed way more full of education than the last two episodes, and I don't know why I said that <laughs> like that. Oh my gosh, y'all. This is, but here's the thing, is like I say stuff like that and I like think that I sound dumb or uneducated or it makes you think that I am less worthy of teaching you things. But in reality, that's just who I am. And I like I think about the way that I say things so hard that sometimes they just come out and I sound absolutely just dumb. But being who I am, like truly who I am, is is my brand. It's who I am as a person, but it's also my brand. Like, I don't go over the top to impress people. I I truly could care less at this point. Um, now, two years ago, if you, you know, asked me and I was telling you the truth, it would have been a different answer. But now, when you get down to the nitty gritty and when you've been in business long enough and you've been jumping over so many hurdles um, and people, (laughs) people are mean, (laughs) then you kind of realize that it's like, I'm going to do what I want because people are going to be mean and they're going to be nasty uh, no matter what. So I might as well do what I want instead of trying to just please them 24-7 and not doing what I want because then I'm just making myself miserable. Anyways, that was not at all uh, the like direction that I was going with this podcast. I have my notes right here. Um, and if you could see me right now, you would know that it is almost 9 p.m. on Monday night, and this episode is going to launch at 9 a.m. on Wednesday morning. Um, I had two podcast interviews that were supposed to happen to be this episode, and, uh, they didn't happen. So, we're making this work, and we are going to talk about branding, because this season, of the podcast is all about new beginnings and what better way to begin something than to like, I don't know, outline your branding. You know what I'm saying? Uh, But anyways, we're actually going to focus on brand recognition. We're going to focus on how branding is you. You are like your main selling point of your business. I don't know if you realize this, but people are buying stuff because they like you, not because you don't sell something that like 50 other people sell. And the last thing we're going to talk about is brand reps, ambassadors, and collaborations because that has been a hot topic. People have been sending into my little sticker things on my Instagram stories. Please talk about brand reps. Again, um, I did have a brand rep training out um, a while back that I just didn't feel like was up to date anymore, so I took it off my website. So now I'm going to share it here for free, my thoughts and tips on having brand reps or ambassadors or doing collaborations. So first of all, let's get down to it with brand recognition. Now when I say this, what I mean is that I want someone to be able to see your brand and know exactly what business it belongs to. And that goes outside of your logo, outside of your colors, outside of stuff like that. Like the way that you present your products, the way that you um, edit your photos, the way like the kind of text that you use, the style of graphics that you create, 
Um, all of these things go together to make your brand. Just the way that you present yourself to the world is your brand. Everything that you do is reflective of that. And I think people get really, really um, obsessive sometimes with their brand. Everything has to be this specific color. Everything has to be this specific font. Everything has to be just like this. It has to be perfect. Everything has to be on brand. If it's not on brand, then the, the whole thing is ruined. The whole thing is ruined, throw it away, set it on fire. It's all ruined if it's not perfectly like this every single time. And that is not at all true. The thing about a brand is that it can change and it can develop along with you and with your business. So don't be afraid to change the way that you do things along with the way that you feel is best reflective of your brand. Um, if you go back to my Instagram, oh Lord help you because girlfriend, it changes <laughs> like with the swipe of a finger. Um, I mean, back when I first started my business, so for those of you who have not been here since the beginning, which is understandable, it, it has been a hot minute now, but when I started my business, I was not the Western Shop Specialist. That brilliant genius idea did not come until a little bit later after I had a little bit more experience under my belt. But when I first officially started my business as a marketing quote unquote company, I was called BGR Social Marketing. My kids are Bo, Georgia, and Ryder, and I was not creative with my name back then. BGR Social Marketing because my focus was social media and obviously we were marketing like ouch. But anyways, you live and you learn. You grow, you develop, you have better ideas, and you get to have a Facebook group full of 2,000 Western women entrepreneurs, you know? So if you scroll all the way back to the beginning of my Instagram account, you will see the graphics that I created as BGR Social Marketing. And they're orange. Y'all, they are orange. And uh, you would be able to see when different shifts happened in my business based on the way that I showed up on Instagram. It's insane. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I have developed my style. I have developed confidence in who I am. I have grown so exponentially. And as a result of that, you can directly see that through my social media, through the trainings that I offer now versus what I used to offer. You can see all of those things, even just in my voice on this podcast, because I will tell you, if I had a podcast a year ago um, when my business was really taking some steps forward, girl, I would have spent hours, hours editing it. And it still wouldn't have been good enough. Do you know that I don't even edit these podcast episodes? And maybe you can tell. But I don't edit these. Because I want you to get the raw, absolute, honest truth from me. Now, if I completely mess up and say something and it just doesn't even make sense. Or I like trip over my words or something. I'll go back and I'll cut out little things like that. Because I want you to have the best experience listening to it. But I think you also get the most accurate representation of who I am and the way that I teach things without going back and making a bunch of edits and rearranging the things that I say. I want you to hear it from me, straight from me. 
I want you to feel like I am sitting in the car with you, on the couch next to you, wherever you're sitting, and I'm talking to you directly. That's how I want you to feel. So there is there is always going to be growth that comes within your business and your brand will be reflective of that. Don't be afraid to be flexible with your brand. But also remember that we want people to be able to see that brand and know exactly who they're seeing. All of the things in your brand are going to directly come back to you. And that's the way it should be, okay? You are your biggest selling point for your business. You are the main reason that people are buying what you're selling. Because let's say you're a boutique owner. You wholesale from somewhere, likely. Or if you make your own, your see, tripping over my words. If you make your own t-shirts or something like that, odds are somebody else has a t-shirt with a similar graphic or a similar saying or a similar idea. It doesn't take very long for people to catch on either. So even if you're the first person to do it, tomorrow there will be 10 more. So those people are not buying your Yellowstone t-shirt because you're the only person who sells Yellowstone t-shirts. They're buying your t-shirt because they love you. And that's why I'm saying your branding has to be reflective of who you are. Otherwise, you're just the same as Sally down the street who bleaches her t-shirts too. Okay, so... Really try to make your branding reflective of who you are, the things that you stand for, the values that you have, while also being unique enough to stand out in a community that is full of turquoise and cattle and belt buckles. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, there's more than that, and I'm aware. But you can go look at my branding. I have a beautiful cow in my logo. I have a belt buckle. And my main color is turquoise. But if you look at my logo and you look at the way that my bestie graphic designer, Miss Kaylee McDonald, drew me, you know that it's me. You look at that logo and you say, hot damn, that is Sophia Solzner, the Western Shop Specialist. And there's a reason that I did that. So Another thing about branding that, you know, I didn't have written in my notes, but I think I should share is that graphic designers are phenomenal. And starting out with a logo and a branding color scheme and things like that, that you've designed yourself is absolutely 1 million percent acceptable. You are hustling and you are getting this off the ground. But I will say that investing in someone that specializes in branding and graphic design and all of those things is like... One of the first things that I encourage people to invest in when they are serious about growing their business, aside from education and having a place for people to shop that is not Facebook, that is not social media, branding is next. Um, okay, so we spent about 10 minutes on that and I feel like I covered it decently well enough to convince you that this is seriously important. And I want to keep these episodes short enough that you can enjoy them in one chunk. So we're going to move on now to a little bit of brand reps, ambassadors, collaborations, because I think this is going to end up being a bigger topic than I'm expecting it to be because I ramble. You know me. So brand reps, they, they are like a blessing and sometimes a curse for business owners. Not only is your brand rep team going to take time to manage, um, you have to offer discounts usually, all of those things, 
Um, they're just, they're not the same as they used to be. I think brand reps, the brand reps themselves are getting kind of tired. Um, I don't know. I have not seen growth in brand rep teams that I used to see. And I have not seen um, like the dedication from brand reps that I used to see. And I think that it's just because as a community, we absolutely overwhelmed the community of brand reps. So, and I'm not just saying like the Western industry, I'm just saying like the small business community in a whole has probably overwhelmed the community that is, you know, typically our brand reps. Uh, it costs them money, y'all. It costs them money. Not a lot of people can afford to give their brand reps free product, which is understandable because we are also trying to run a business and pay our bills. But I'm just saying we push and push and push brand rep teams, which is awesome because it is essentially free marketing for small business owners. And that's why it's so appealing is because as a new small business owner, like we need all the help we can get. We need the word out there about our business. And that's why brand reps really took off. So as someone who, you know, sees this day in and day out, home decor brand reps, bigger. Fashion brand reps, I don't see them as much. Now, collaborations um, in exchange for free product or paid collaborations, definitely taking off, especially now that Western influencers have become such a big deal. They're able to be compensated um, due to their exposure, their following count, um, their impressions, their engagement account. When you go to collaborate with an influencer of any kind, you need to ask them for their media kit immediately, and this will answer 99% of the questions that you have. If you have looked at this person's feed and you said, that's who I want to be working with for my business, then you need to contact them and you need to ask them for their brand kit. This will tell you their insights and it will tell you how much it costs for them to or for you to work with them and vice versa. Um, it will tell you what to expect. Typically, they have different packages. Um, and there are different levels of influencers. If you're unaware, it goes all the way from like micro to major, basically. Uh, so you might, I think people also underestimate the amount of exposure that you can get from an influencer that has less than 10,000 followers or even like less than 20,000 followers. Everybody is, they get so excited to work with these influencers who have like 50,000 or more followers or even a million followers. But it's actually incredibly difficult to work with those people because they are so busy and they are taking big brand deals as well as being able to afford them. <laughs> and also you won't get the amount of like personalized exposure, I personally feel like, from most of the influencers that have those bigger numbers just because they have so much going on. They already have so much that, are, that they're talking about, so many things they're focusing on. And so likely you will get way more exposure from people who um, have like a reasonable amount of followers but still have really good impressions um, and other insights. And so I feel like that's really where the brand rep industry is going is we're really going more towards collaborations whether it's 
free collaborations for or free product for free marketing excuse me or whether it's paid collaborations um, you can also still run things like ambassadors programs um, rep teams things like that but you're gonna have to be um, you're gonna have to have some really good incentives most of the time in order to get people to do that now the other thing is that if you are building a business where you have quality customers that you are absolutely taking care of and those people are sharing your stuff already you don't have to jump in with both feet into you know trying to start a rep team or get some ambassadors underneath of you you can just let people share your stuff and let them love on your small business if that's not working for you if you don't have people that are sharing your stuff it's probably because they're busy I think we get we take it personally sometimes you know like we are just trying our hardest to get our business out there to get our products out there to get our names out there and then we send out products and nobody shares it and nobody tags us and it's almost heartbreaking because we've worked so hard to grow and to learn and to do all these things and so we take it a little personally and I understand that truly I mean not only do I run the Western shop specialist and work with y'all as a service-based business but I also co-own um, make it Western with my good friend Carissa Ferguson and so I understand the heartbreak like on an actual personal level so I really just you know I want to encourage you now to think about the way that you want to go about your marketing and maybe consider brand reps and consider reaching out to some people who you've already worked with, um, like sent them products and stuff like that, that may already have things. So you don't have to send them more things and just say like, hey, I'd really like to offer you a 20% discount code for the website in exchange for some pictures of the products that you already have. It does not have to be an ongoing thing, y'all. It does not have to be a long-term commitment. We don't have to do three-month brand rep teams. We don't have to do, you know, endless brand rep teams because some people don't set a term on their brand rep teams, and that's totally fine. You can create these relationships and create these opportunities for yourselves by thinking outside of the box and by not doing things the way that everybody else does. Just because... Becky over there has a brand rep team and she does brand rep searches every three months and the whole team is scratched and she gets a hundred entries every single month does not mean that that's the way that it's going to work best for you. For you, you might just want to start creating better relationships with the people that you've already worked with, the people you already know are happy with your products, things like that. So figure out where you want to start. Figure out where, how you want to market your business. Figure out what you want your brand to stand for. And actually, one more thing. I have one more thing about brand reps. People forget when they are growing a brand rep team that brand reps are brand representatives. They need to have a similar vision to your brand. They need to match your vision. Okay, don't just pick anybody just because they said, hey, I'll be a brand rep for you. 
You pick people that represent your brand, the values that you hold, and the things that are important to you, okay? These are going to be the images. These are going to be the people. These are going to be the words that reflect your business, your brand, and that matters, and you can be picky, okay? If you don't find the right people, you don't need them. You find the right people to represent you. Do some work, sit down, focus on your brand for the next couple of weeks, and then revisit the idea of brand reps when you have an absolute solid plan and a solid vision for your brand. Because if you go out there all willy-nilly and you get together with somebody, this is like choosing between, ah, shoot, what's her name? The Western Gringa and Neon Wrangler and uh, Taylor whatever her name is, the blonde, um, the one that like fights back buckle bunnies. You know what I'm talking about? This is like choosing between those three. All three of them have very, very, very specific styles. Okay. You don't want them all. I mean, you want all three of them because girl, they're badass, but you don't want all three of their styles because all three of their styles are not going to match your brand vision. Do you see what I'm saying? Was that a good example? This is your brand. You get to decide how killer it gets to be. You get to decide how it's reflective of you. This brand is all about you. And here's one more thing. If you are a mom, if you are a wife, if you are literally anything in the world, I want to tell you right now, this brand is not about them. This brand is about you. And you can bring your kids into it and you can show off pictures of them and you can post family pictures and you can do all of that stuff and you can talk about how you're a mom and you can talk about your family and you can be proud of them. But here's the thing. This brand, this right here, this is for you. You are the one running it. You are the one seeing the vision. This brand is for you, mama. I'm going to hop off. If you have any questions at all, please DM me on Instagram. It's at Sophia Solzner. On Facebook, it's Sophia Solzner, the Western Shop Specialist. You can also email me, Sophia, at the Western Shop Specialist, and it's S-O-P-H-I-A, just so you know if you want to get in contact with me. And I would love for you to share this episode tag me. You can tag myself. You can tag the podcast, the Western Hustle podcast on Instagram. Um, I would absolutely love to hear what you think about this episode and see that you're sharing it with your business friends so that they can grow their businesses as well. And of course, if you are finding this podcast and you are not a member of the Punchy Posse on Facebook, please come join us. We are a Facebook group specifically for Western women entrepreneurs, and that is it. Um, a very supportive community, and I'm so blessed uh, to be a part of it. So I will talk to y'all next week. Wednesdays at 9 a.m. is the time, y'all.